Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Civics 101 is supported in part by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Tiffany? Jennifer. Hello? Hey, is this Jennifer? Yes. Hey, this is Nick calling from Civics 101. Hey, Jennifer, I'm on hey. the line, too. This is Hannah. How's... Hi, Hannah. So, Jennifer, <laughs> you, you sent us an email asking us about uh, a certain civics thing. Can you tell us what that is? Yeah, the name of it is the Federal Register, and I was wondering, what is the Federal Register, and who uses it, and how, and why? So I've done a little research on the Federal Register, and I'm still in the dark. I, I looked at the website, and it just says, the Journal for the Government. Yeah. And I don't know what that means. Are they writing down, oh, I saw Senator so-and-so talking with Senator so-and-so today? <laughs> or what? what is it? Do you think there's like an like an advice column in there? <laughs> you know, I want there to be. Ask Melania. Yeah. So we're going to try to get to the bottom of this. We're going to try to find someone who knows about the Federal Register and maybe somebody who reads it every day. That sounds great. Hey, guys. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. Uh, before we talk about the Federal Register, I have a gift for you. What is it? Why don't you open it up? It's a slim it's a box. slim volume. <gasps> Our very own <gasps> Federal Register. Look at that. Well, if this isn't. Why, Ben? Look at the color of these pages. It's that gray, very thin paper that you should be able to rip out and hand over to your teacher. Oh, my goodness. Well, what's in it? Let's see. So this thing is printed every single day. Every day. 30,000 subscribers, I found out, uh, of, of the print, but much more on digital. Hand, despite literally holding this thing in my hands, I'm still struggling to figure out what it is and why the government publishes it every day. Yeah, I find it totally perplexing. Now, I have a couple of experts who can hopefully illuminate this beautiful document. Uh, one of them is Ooh, Oliver wow. Potts. Hi, how are you? He just happens to be the director of the Federal Register. He's in charge of the whole shebang. So first off, what is this document in my hand, the Federal Register? The Federal Register is a publication uh, in print and digital format, and it's the official source for government regulations. And it basically tells you what the executive branch of our federal government is doing and what it's planning to do. That's Kevin Kosar. He's vice president of policy at the R Street Institute. It's a think tank. And he said anytime the executive branch wants to create any kind of new regulation, they have to announce it in the Federal Register. Okay, so I wonder if we could just take a quick tour through the mm-hmm. Federal Register itself. Like, what's actually in it? Well, I, I brought one, too. I actually <laughs> have today's 
Wait, which, which ones is, are which you have today's? Off the Ooh. That, I do. Oh. So, so the first documents in it are presidential documents. And so there's a proclamation here. We also have executive orders. Uh, you might have read in the news about the president uh, making it easier to fire federal employees. So there's an, that executive order, the official text of it, is also here with the president's signature and the date. Now, this is crucial, presumably, for anyone who's keeping tabs on what exactly the executive branch is up to. Especially nowadays. Here's Nick Bellos. He's a managing editor of a publication called The Regulatory Review. When I think there are a lot of headlines about how executive agencies, federal agencies, are perhaps undoing or trying to undo um, policy measures by the Obama administration, the Federal Register actually is going to show you just how the executive branch is doing that. And then there are proposed rules and public notices and final rules. Now here, Hannah, is the real meat of the Federal Register. These are all the new regulations that the government is thinking about. The proposed rules are put into the Federal Register because the federal government is required to uh, let the public have input into uh, the rulemaking that they're doing. And so there's a a notice and comment uh, process, and the Federal Register is an important part of that. To clarify, everything that's in the Federal Register is coming out of the executive branch, which is not, as I once thought, just the president and the vice president. Okay. I kind of thought that, too. I did, yeah. The executive branch is also all of the agencies. We're talking the EPA, the USDA, Department of Education. Those also fall into the executive branch, and that's what's in the register. Okay. So no wonder it's so long and complicated if it's dealing with all of those agencies. Hundreds of government agencies. Okay. So it's not the Congress, and it's not the judicial. Those guys have their own records. And the next thing I wanted to know from Oliver Potts is who actually reads the Federal Register? It sort of boils down to lawyers and lobbyists. Okay. uh, Okay. If you're an attorney practicing before a regulatory agency, if you have a business that's related, uh, that's regulated, excuse me, by a federal agency, then you're very interested in what is being published in the Federal Register. It is, uh, however, geared towards any citizen being able to participate in the rulemaking process. Now, I know for a fact that our listeners have opinions about the government. And yes, we read every email that you send to us. We do indeed. The Federal Register is designed for you so that you can comment directly on regulations while they're still being made. Oh, that's really cool. You can just, your voice can be heard okay. on these things. I didn't know. Honestly, I thought a lot of this was kind of happening in the shadows. <laughs> so it's really cool to hear that there is this publicly accessible document that allows us to be involved. Yeah, it's like you. while you can complain about something on Twitter or leave a comment on Facebook, you can just comment on this policy that's just about to happen. I pulled a couple of examples of things where people might want to be involved directly. Yeah. Um, here's a notice from the Department of Energy about an open meeting. And if you look a little further into the supplementary information, there's a bullet list of what they're going to talk about at the meeting. And I just highlighted update on radioactive waste management complex. If I lived in Idaho where this board uh, meets and where it has jurisdiction, that's something I might be interested in. This is a hands-on direct way that people can avail themselves of their rights. And what's wonderful about it is that when you are commenting, these comments are being listened to 
by the people who are making policy. And as part of the process, you can see in the Federal Register, they will actually respond to your comments. And can anybody leave a comment? Could I write in and say, hey, I feel X about this certain thing? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if they get 500 people saying the exact same thing, which often happens when interest groups or activist groups, you know, ask people to comment on a rule, they won't list everybody's name and everybody's same comment. They'll lump them together and then they'll they'll respond. Do you think that the Federal Register makes engaging with our federal government much easier than it would be without it? What would it be like without the Federal Register? It would be like life before 1935. 1930s, FDR's in office, the three R's, Relief Reform Recovery, the New Deal on the way in, the Great Depression slowly on the way out. And in the process, we passed a lot of new regulations. Uh, And so if you're in a, uh, let's say, a business that was being regulated by the federal government, it was sort of hard to figure out uh, what the current regulation that applied to you was. Uh, It certainly was difficult to know you know, what was on its way. They weren't proposed regulations at the time. They could just go into effect. So it was required at the time that um, they be displayed before they were published in the Federal Register. There were people who made their living coming to the Federal Register to the public reading room to actually see what was on display uh, being proposed to go into the Federal Register. And ever since then, the Federal Register has been very quietly chronicling every single teeny little regulation and rule change that the government makes. And this is the whole big thing. (laughs) Regulation, which is all the minor nuts and bolts that tell us how to follow the laws, that is the foundation for all the big flashy political ideas that we talk about. So these are the kinds of things that lobbying groups and politicians are going to be really interested in because that's their fodder, right? That's what's guiding what their platforms are and what decisions they're going to make in the future. Yeah. I mean, if you actually look at the text of these these bills, um, these laws, even though they're really long, oftentimes they're not very detailed. A good example is like the Clean Air Act, for instance. You know, there's a provision in there that says that the EPA must pr- protect public health with an adequate level of safety, which like sounds legalistic and formal, but then if you actually think about it, it's like, oh, well, well what's the public health? What's an adequate level of safety? And so they're, in many ways, Congress is right, punting to somebody else to kind of fill in the gap. And this happens over and over again in our government. Congress punts to the executive branch. So Congress says, hey, we got this big idea. We think it's a good idea, but you all figure out the details. There are a lot of kind of pros and cons to the way our system is set up where unelected regulators, unelected bureaucrats, right, have a lot of control over it. But on the one hand, it's great because we want specialists, right, technocrats, people who actually know what they're doing um, to set those standards. But then, right, the, the criticism would be, oh, well, we didn't elect those scientists, right? How much, how much can we trust them? Who's holding them accountable? But I guess in response to that, I would say, well, whoever it is that's ordering the Federal Register, all of these thousands of people who are having the Federal Register delivered to them every morning and combing through it online, people like Nick are the people who are holding them accountable. Well, that about wraps it up for Civics 101 today. Check out the Federal Register yourself. Go to federalregister.gov. Today's episode of Civics 101 was produced by the inimitable Ben Henry. Our executive producer is Erica Janik. Our staff includes Justine Paradise, Jimmy Gutierrez, Jackie Helbert, and Taylor Quimby. Civics 101 is a production of NHPR, New Hampshire Public Radio.
where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.